Hello everyone and welcome to episode 81 of Two Left Thumbs, your source of weekly gaming news and updates. In this week's episode we will be talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Lord of the Rings Gollum, EA announces a digital only EA play, The Last of Us Part 2 was hacked, and Jeff Keenly announces Summer Games Fest. We also have the best weekly deals from a range of publishers across all gaming platforms. Remember, as always, if you're listening now, don't forget to share the podcast, tell a friend, leave a rating, it helps us grow a lot. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to sub and give us a little like. I'm Deft Poppies, joined with me as he is every week. Gray as a gamer. How Hello. Are Hello. Hi. What's going yeah, on? I'm good. Oh, you know, it's a, it's a fantastic Tuesday evening. It's Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yes, Tuesday yeah. it is. Yes, we're good. It's, it's okay. We're, we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> um, recording on the wrong night. <laughs> Imagine it's, it's like Friday party. and everyone's like, where the fuck's the cast, guys? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been good, mate. I have been good. Not many games this week, though, actually. Only, oh, really? Only yeah, well... For those who don't know, like the top end of Australia gets really fucking hot, like really hot. And this time of year in winter or going into winter, it's actually super nice outside. So it's like trying to spend more time outside. So sitting around fires, etc. Music outside, enjoying, enjoying it. Um, so yeah, not not as many games. I did play Gears Tactics. Should we should we quickly talk about this? I'll give you my experience first. Okay, I'm... yeah, because we've we've had we I mean, we've, we've, we've chatted about this a little bit, but we've had very different okay. experiences with gears tactics. So great. I am. How I'm just gears? gonna. I'm gonna throw this out there that this is the best gears game. It's better than all the others. That's how much more I enjoy it. But yeah, but it keeps crashing. It is so there is a horrible horrible bug. Um, that is going with this game seems to be affecting um, AMD more than anyone else. Although there are some NVIDIA um, GPUs that are affected with it, and it is quite large, quite a large issue. So pretty much, it gets to a loading screen somewhere towards the end of Act One. Um, I forget what it's called, which which act it is, uh, which chapter it is. Sorry, and that's it. It stalls at the loading screen. It disconnects your gpu it thinks it disconnects it and it sh- shuts down it is so frustrating i can i can imagine so this is this is fairly widespread is it yeah you type in gears tactics error that's all you need to type in um, oh, in google and you will <laughs> that's get not good. forums you'll get there is websites like heaps of websites man that are giving trying to give detailed ways to get around it because there are a few tricks to to getting around it and i did eventually get one to work yeah, um, but it was such a mission, mission to get done, which is unfortunate. It's such a bad blemish on the game because the game is awesome. I it love is, it. It is. It is like I'm not. I'm not much of a not much of a strategy player. I don't play a lot of strategy games. Like aside from um, like RTS is like uh, I can't even remember now. God, well, I, sorry, <laughs> Age, of been, Age of Empires. That's one. Thank you. 5 a.m. brain is not helping me today. Um, uh, And this particular style of game, I'd never really played before, but I'm really, really enjoying it. It suits 
like we knew this was going to happen, but it suits the Gears universe so fucking well. Mm. Like yeah, I can yeah, I can definitely. see more of these games being made, um, and maybe even because it was from what I've seen and talking to a lot of people that know this type of game type more. It's of like what Gears did was a very safe bet. Like there was nothing really super pushing the envelope. Oh, in um, the tactical side of this game. In the tactical side of things. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but Bean is the first changing the genre of a, of a, of a, of a, of not changing the genre of a game, but it being a different genre of the same universe. I think it's a good baby step because as someone who doesn't play them and has had played Gears like throughout its, its history, I found the transition really easy. And mm. it took, I think, by by about midway through. I mean, probably about midway through Act Two. Oh no, just after Act One, start of Act Two. I started really getting into the flow of how the gameplay worked, what I need to do, remembering to use all my my abilities and stuff like that that I could use. Um, and also, f- fuck that Brumac. Yeah, that's where I got up to. Uh, yeah, the, the Brumac is yeah. Fuck that guy, man. <laughs> I keep getting. Yeah, I, I spent hours my, on him. My crash keeps happening again there. So I'm oh, is just, it? Yeah, I've completely shelved the game until um, they said they already said they're working on a fix. They know. Oh, that's the issue. They're, they're trying to work out how it's happening though. So okay, righto. Yeah, because I've had um, you had issues downloading it too with the the Game Pass beta on PC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've had nothing but flawlessness from it. It's performed perfectly. I haven't even seen a, f- a frame drop. It, it downloaded perfectly, and it's just, it's playing beautifully. And my characters are all wonderful, wonderful Christmas themed people, and it's the best. All elves. No, <laughs> the customization is, um, is the best part of that game, to be honest. It is. It when mine when mine does run, it runs you know immaculate. It is awesome. Looks good. Plays good. Uh, I think like like what you said them dropping like dialing the tactical side back was a very good thing for them to do because it does like you said again transition people from that gears universe into this which it's they're two totally different games yeah definitely um but what they did also bring to help that is like really although it's still very cinematic it still feels like a gears game just because of like the cutscenes and everything the story how it's playing out Um, if you chopped out the gameplay and swapped it with Gears FPS gameplay, it, it would still like it's it, it it wouldn't be much of a difference. That's the only difference is the gameplay. Essentially, the story is still the same. The cinematics still could, look beautiful. If you could snap that camera down to behind the shoulder, exactly, it, it right? would be nearly the same. And it, that's why the game works so well for it because Gears Gears the main series is all about being in cover and popping out and shooting. It's not about you know darting around the battlefield with super cool abilities and stuff like that it is about taking cover and taking pot shots so it, it just it lends itself to the game so well it the really only does, yeah. the only thing i'm i mean it might change because i'm still at like i'm still at the end of act one is it whenever that boss fight is i'm seeing a pattern though that i kind of wish they didn't do so XCOM and that has the like base building side of it which is the in-between mission stuff which yeah. is a really good, you know, it just breaks it up and gives you time to, you know, settle down and do something else that's still beneficial to your team. So you still get healing things and stuff like that out of it. This one doesn't have it. This is just mission after mission after mission after mission. So far. yeah, 
and it feels it it just it kind of feels like it's all rolling into one one gigantic mission there's nothing to there's no break in between other than customizing your colors of your character and changing your builds up and choosing your skill trees and stuff yeah there's not enough of a break between it yeah i totally understand that um also i'm i mean I, i know it's probably something with that genre as well but i'm noticing a lot of repetition in mission types that is just the yeah, the struggle street of that genre. yeah um it's like, oh it's it's this kind of mission again or this, it seems to be like only three or four which is which is fine because you know the it's it's almost different enough the maps get a bit samey sometimes um but then again the universe the, it's yeah so i was worried about the color palette too because gears is very well, apart from obviously Gears Five, which changed it up a bit, the rest was was pretty dreary. Lots of yeah. grounds and stuff like that, but it does look um, like they might be changing it up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 their first go at it too, so it'll be interesting to see if they do a second one. Hopefully, it goes well. Mate, I would do. honestly, I would be one hundred percent happy if they paused the main Gears side, like the main gear series and just didn't even go back near them again for a few years give that a solid break and and just do continue this down, continue down this line because it yeah. looks like it's a massive success for them it is i mean it's still like everything's still canon too like it's all story related because i mean you're playing as eight diaz's dad which is yeah it happens yeah. before gears, gears one before five gears years one. before yeah. um so you're on you're on sierra yeah I had to look that up. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I was a little confused about because gears jump all over the place. Like, wait, which part of the timeline are we in again? What year playing, is it? No one's playing gears for the story, dude. No one. I mean, the just, I mean, yeah, but sometimes just a little bit of story, just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> just play the first three; they're the best ones. Yeah. Um. So cool. That was gears. Uh, the other game I did jump into was a fan favorite of yours actually it's a puppy special oh god assassin's creed odyssey all because i um i'm super pumped for valhalla it just it i think it's going to look really good i think it's going to play really good i love that setting that setting is just like vikings give it to me man that is like it's not a very saturated setting not many games tackle that not not in games tv it's happened a bit over yeah, the last yeah, few but, years um but not, it, it's not in our so medium it hasn't it's like yeah. when i think of a viking game um in gaming man for honor for some reason that's the only because you can play as vikings in that Is it yeah the I've, only viking theme thing i can think of that, i mean and i'm talking like you know that's an action game third person yeah, it's yeah, not, I was gonna say. I mean, I've played Tribes of Midgar, which is which is Nordic based. Um, but again, it's still embedded on a very small game, so that's a dose I've had of it. But that's still on the way. Um, and the, I think the other thing I'm I'm really like is the mythology is so good. That mythology, Norse mythology, that they're going to be going is. into, um, especially uh, coming off God of War. It is going to be yeah. I really yeah. hope they dive straight into it and they go full fucking nerdy witch I, by the look of it that's what they're doing because um, yeah i think they, i think i read an interview um they're going with a more grounded approach so it won't be like odyssey where um it gets pretty wild as far as where the gods are concerned and things happen 
Um, right. Well, but don't spoil. No, no, that's, that's why I'm being, I'm being very vague. The gods are involved, like, like most of the DLC involves, like, kind of you, you, yeah, Poseidon like, and yeah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Like, you find Poseidon's tried at some point, which is great. So, well, um, I don't know. I, I think I prefer, and I don't want to get too far into Valhalla yet because we have a gigantic segment coming up about it. Um, we do, but just in regards to Odyssey, it is. It is a. I have not played Assassin's Creed. I skipped Origin. I played a bit of Origins, um, mm. but before that, that was it. It kind of the series just tanked for me. I had enough after platinum and platinum most of the other games. I just had to have a break. It was like I can't do any more Assassin's Creed every year. You're just killing me here. So it has been a good two, three years since I've played one of the games, and coming back into it now feels really, really good. And Odyssey is a really good game. It is. Yes. Um. I found it a little grindy towards the end. There was a lot of kind of, it could have been like the leveling was rough. The kind of uh, later stages yeah, of the can, game. Yeah, yeah. I can you, see you, where they're going with it because I can't, I went to, I've got it on Nightmare, I think. Is that the difficulty? Is it, I might be crossing a different game. Anyway, it's no, the it's hardest one game. You, yeah. Uh, well, it's the hardest one you can play on. And I was like, ah, I've played them all. Come on. Like, I'm surely I should be okay with it. And you can drop it down if not. And then I, there was a bounty mission, a bounty hunter, which is brand new to me. I've never had that. in the Oh, the bounty hunters Greek are game. fun, yeah. man. So one of them was after me or something. And I'm like, oh, he's only level four, level five, which is one, one or two levels above me. Ah, oh, smoke. One shot me. Just went bonk, hit me. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, uh, you've got to be on um, with the bounty hunters. Pretty it's tricky. On. Like I had a build specifically for bounty hunters. So if I was going bounty hunter hunting, bounty hunter hunting, bounty hunting hunting, <laughs> um, I had this amazing. <laughs> I, I had this amazing arrow build. If I hit them from behind with an arrow in the head, which isn't terribly difficult, and that's me saying that, um, it would do like two hundred and fifty percent more damage. Jesus, All right. and it would so like, for the most part. I was one shotting. Bounty Hunters 10, 15 levels above me. Yeah, right. Okay. So the, the, when, 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 when you get into the builds and you start getting better gear with like perks and stuff on them, that becomes, you can kind of circumnavigate some of it. Not all of it, um, but you can get like a cheeky one shot in and do most of your damage in one hit and then just kind of lead them on and back and forth with them a bit. Right. But yeah, so yeah, there's... I'm just in the training grounds, man. I think mine's the first um, a couple of hours. I'm on that first little island. It's typical. It's very Assassin's Creed still. And yeah, it feels good. I don't like the parkour in it, though. I you don't like just, it? No. I don't, it doesn't feel fluid enough. It doesn't feel like... This game definitely feels the least like an Assassin's Creed game. I mean, you don't even have a hidden blade, do you? Spoilers. Hey. Oh, fucking spoilers. Damn it. I knew you didn't. <laughs> because, yeah, you don't at the yeah. start. This is correct. You don't at the okay. start. Um, no, it's spear, but it feels very. Um, it's way more RPG. Yeah, it's less. Like, if you put this game against the original Assassin's Creed or the first couple or three, totally different, completely different games. It's and totally it's different to anything anything before Origins. The only thing it's similar to is Origins, because Origins yeah, where they started to veer off that track. Yeah. So that's um I'm really looking forward to it. I you check that map though. Holy shit. It's terrifying. 
it is actually terrifying because I'm a player, I'm a person when I play these types of games, The Witcher was bad. That's why it took me hundreds of hours is I see a question mark. I need to go find it. Like, what's yes. that? Yes. Oh, I'm going over here. Piece of candy. I'm going over here. And it's like, it's never ending. And I'm mm-hmm. on the same, and then you zoom out on that fucking map and it's like, holy shit, I'm going to be here forever if this is what I'm going to have to do. Yeah, I remember when I was when I was streaming it. Um, anytime anyone came in and said, "How how good is this? Is it worth buying?" I go, "All right, hang on." I'd pause what I was doing. I'd just go to the map and go, "Ready, watch it," and just zoom all the way out. And they're like, "What's that?" I'm like, "That's the entire map." And I'm like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" I'm like, "See this little fun. island? Look around. This is the island we're on. Now let me zoom out for you." It is ridiculous, and I am worried that obviously there's going to be a fair bit of repetition involved in finding those things and you know exploring those areas hopefully it doesn't get there's enough kind of story stuff there to carry through like uh, there's a lot of like side missions that are like fully voice acted and like there's just like go protect a village or whatever but there's there's voice acting and each kind of town or whatever you're protecting has its own individual story with its own characters so there's there's quite a lot there the mission structure that can get a bit samey sometimes but there's enough variety into what's happening with the side story in that particular area that yeah. it kind of makes up for it sweet oh, i'm i'm really i'm excited to see you in about up. 120 hours and see how I you know. feel i still got to finish coming, it may, may i've got one more really, dlc to go may is really um empty in regards to the new release games so this is like a like a fucking perfect time for me to jump into this and and play it and i'm not doing any content or i'm not covering it i'm not doing anything i'm just playing it just because I want to. Because, yeah. Yeah. What about you, man? Enough about me. What about you? What have you oh, actually man. been doing this way? Other than going back to work. Other than, I'm, I'm back at work, kind of, three days a week, and I, I'm, I'm loving that. It's good. It's not full-time yet, but it will get back there eventually, but that's a whole other thing. Um, but games-wise, I played Gears. We've already spoken about that. I'm really enjoying my time with it. Um, I played a bit more of Generation Zero as well. Um, not long, oh, yeah. a couple of hours. Um I, t- I turned the language from Swedish to English, so now I can actually understand the story a little better, because before I was, like, reading the subtitles, I'm like, this is so hard, and then the story was like, you can change that in settings, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Pause, <laughs> close the stream down, LV. Uh, I'm just going to go cry in a corner, no. but, um... God, man. Now I've been playing this offline though too, and like uh, we we ca- I, we kind of saw named enemies on the map for the first time, which was really cool. Um, they're just giant ass robots, but yep. the more you level up, the more they level up. Bastards. So like you look at the map and you go, oh shit, these guys just leveled up against. Like, like eventually you have to deal with them. This is like when. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, but um. Yeah, enjoying it. Good game. Quite worthwhile. Um, and that's all I've done. Again, I've been back at work this week, so I've been adjusting because not only is it going back to work, it's totally opposite hours. So I'm doing morning shifts, which means getting up at five. Oh, like a like a normal person instead of your work normal stay awake normal till people three get up at five. That isn't getting up at five a.m. is not fucking normal. Right. Oh, all I've ever done, mate, is get up at five. Yeah, but Love you're not normal. Let's, let's, let's be honest. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, that's it. I'm super uninteresting week. Giz Tactics is great. No issues with it. Except for 
great. <laughs> and I'm just running AMD sure, too. For the record, I freaking love the game. Just shitty issues with the, which is issues. Annoying. Right, well, let's let's um let's distract ourselves from shitty issues with the games and um talk about the the freebies and deals this week, shall we? I like the sound of that. Sound of that. All right. Well, over on the PlayStation this week, PlayStation Plus, we have Uncharted Four: A Thief's End and Dirt Rally 2.0. This will be the last day. Last day. So as as of recording, this will be pointless for you. We're sorry. Um, (laughs) Over on deals this week for PlayStation, we have Black Desert Standard Edition for $22.47 and Dragon Quest XI Echoes of an Elusive Age for $42.47. Do you got anything on those, Gray? Because I'm not familiar with either um, of them. I just... Over Christmas, went through Dragon Quest Eleven on the Switch. Yeah, fucking cracker of a game. Turn-based uh, combat, very uh, old old school in that kind of way in the battling system and the mechanics and stuff like that. Um, but more modern in the graphics, open world, enemies appear on the overworld, you know, stuff like that, and a big story, huge story, cutscenes, all voice acted, really well done, awesome JRPG. Probably the best JRPG that's around at the moment. Maybe again. Oh wow, like big for call term, for turn base for turn based combat. Oh, for turn base, I was gonna say that's a yeah. that's a pretty wide net to cast there. Yeah, <laughs> for turn based combat and Black Desert is uh, the MMO. Is oh, Black Desert online? online, yes. Yeah, I've yeah, played. It. I know it, but I've never played it. Um, people seem to enjoy it quite a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Over on Xbox this week, deals with gold. We have a Darksiders War Mastered Edition for five dollars forty. So that's the first one with all the things, and then we have XCOM Two Digital Deluxe Edition for twenty three seventeen. Because why not? It's just because the, why not? The, the new um, thing, thanks to Gears. That's it, right? And they also had an expansion recently, did they not? Chimera Squad. I don't know Chimera if it's even Squad. an expansion. And is that just re- just while we're on that? Is that really coincidental that that's released just before Gears came out? Not at all. No that way. No, like, that's not a coincidence. No. no. <laughs> that is. It's so rough. I can't believe they did it. But well, cheeky man. It was bloody cheeky. It's super cheeky. Oh, there you go. Thank yeah, you. It's um. Okay. What's that? It's a standalone game. Chimera Squad is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you. Stormy. Appreciate you. Um, over on the Switch this week, we have Streets of Rage 4 for $33.75. This came out, what, last, last week? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, this week, last week. It's very, very, very soon. Very good. Yeah. It looks, um, it looks awesome. It does look like a lot of fun. I'm not a big side scrolling fighter game dude, but I might, maybe, I don't know. I'll, I'll watch some more first. It's, it looks cool. It, it's like it, it reminds you of the old arcade games from back in the day. Like remember Alien yeah. vs Predator and stuff like that. They were the best. All right, and um, the other ones which we have is Vampire: The Masquerade, Coteries of New York, uh, for twenty-four dollars. Just ruin me there, Gray. You knew that. <laughs> I didn't make up the name of the game. Yeah, you put it in there to trip me up, son of a bitch. <laughs> Over on the Epic Store this week, we have Amnesia, The Dark Descent, which is a first-person survival horror, a game about immersion, discovering, and living through a nightmare, and an experience that will chill you to the core. And then we also have Crash Landed, 
become Flux Daves, a galactic trucker whose latest shipment gets derailed by a chin-strapped alien menace named Hugo Do- Duco. Read it all. <laughs> Hugo Doku. Leaving you stranded on an alien planet as you hustle to revive, retrieve, not revive, your packages, you'll become embellished with a nefarious plot of world domination, which will require all of your wits, both and bo- all of your wits and both of your glutes to overcome. Learn recipes from local sentient life, make new friends, uncover ancient secrets and deadly bosses, tame everything, and build yourself a home away from home as you learn to thrive on planet one and ope. Dude, I downloaded it. It looks awesome. I'm gonna have to. That sounds amazing. I'm gonna it have looks, to check it, it out. It looks super cheeky. It looks super funny. It's mm. uh, it, it reminds me of um, like top down Zelda esque. Super colorful. Um, yeah. Interesting. I'll have to have a look. Trying it out. Um, also, another big freebie this week, not related to any of this, but the Ubisoft store has a Assassin's Creed two. For free at the moment, you can go down and you can download that. And I think they had Raymond Legends as well. I'm not sure if that's still available, but they did have Raymond Legends, which is a fantastic compilation of Raymond games, all remastered and stuff. It's really good. But that is the deals for this week. And now we can go back and use updates and talk about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yes. So, Ubisoft has shown the first look at an upco- the upcoming Assassin's Creed game set to release sometime this year. Um, so we've we've got a few details here. We're, gonna, we're just going to kind of riff off. We've got a lot of a lot of stuff here to cover about what well, a, lot, a lot's been announced. There's still more to come, but we want to talk about it because there's I mean Ubisoft know how to release a fucking trailer. Jesus Christ. But Certainly so do. a few main points. Um, we'll be following Eivor, who'll be our main protagonist, who can be fail- male or female, a Viking warrior who leads his or her people out of Norway into England to settle. Um, they've altered the combat slightly with an emphasis on making every hit feel impactful. So they're tweaking what it was from Odyssey. Uh, major English cities included will be London, Winchester and Jorvik. Uh, Valhalla's map will include Norway, which players can return to after the Vikings leave, and the four kingdoms of England, Wessex, Northumbria, and East Anglia, and Mercia. Uh, while assassins have had two weapons at once before, two swords and daggers, I think was another one, uh, Valhalla places new emphasis on dual-wielding weaponry, with players allowed to mix and match the game's arsenal, and this includes dual-wielding shields. Yes, it's a thing. Do weird shields. Why would you not? Just meaning to put people to sleep everywhere. It's like double Captain America. You just go like wailing with people, punching them with your shield. It's gonna. I'm doing it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play as much as I can with dual shields when I get them. (laughs) And just go around just wailing on people with shields. It's gonna be amazing. Beat the game with dual shields. Yeah, it's gonna be thing. Uh, it's, it's you know what? It's something you would do. I've been hanging around you way too long, man. It's it's rub- you're rubbing off on me. Yeah. <laughs> Can you beat it as a frog though? That is the I, question. I mean, let's find out. I mean, it might not be a frog, maybe a raven, but yeah, yeah. Um. So this was all released. Um. I think the way they announced this was really really cool too. They started off with a live stream. Um of the art or not a live stream is pre-recorded because i knew it was sped up 
but of the artist drawing the initial like poster artwork for the game and that was i think it was sped up like two times or something and that went for eight hours and it was just this stream of this artwork being drawn and people like in the chat were trying to figure out what it was and when they spotted things the chat would go nuts and it, it was really really cool and then it led to the trailer mm. and oh my god what a trailer it was yeah that was it it was it was really well done it, went, it was pretty long too it went for like three and a half four minutes four minutes four, yeah, minutes four, four minutes four minutes all cgi half, though no gameplay show no gameplay yeah yeah all cgi pre-rendered stuff so but still we got a fair bit of information out of it like i said earlier the setting for me is what is what's doing it i think it's just going to be it's, yeah uh, there's so many options there for them so many different landscapes. I, well, the landscape itself is also going to be quite, quite different. Probably more looks more like Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah, more, Assassin's Creed Three was more open, more fields, snow, trees, you know, stuff like that. So maybe that's. I just want to raid a fort. I also, I, it's it's going to harken back to Three quite a bit too, because I know with Three with Connor the main um, protagonist there, he's combat style was very raw and brutal um mm. like it was very like it was it wasn't like a it wasn't stylized but it was a very violent kind of combat and they're bringing in like decapitation for this which is gonna be cool um if it's, it's done right if it's done shitty it'll be annoying but there's um the one thing like you definitely would know about more than i would but i've seen so far is how they've already, the point you just read about, they've been adjusting the weight in the combat, making the hits actually feel like they are hitting something decent. Like in Odyssey yeah. now, it, all the hits sound that they feel the same. It sounds like you're hitting the same thing every time. doesn't matter what side, like big swing, little swing, it's all the same. So, yeah, hopefully if they do get that sorted, make hopefully, it more yeah. chunkier. Than that, it just it'll feel more rewarding. And as a Viking, you don't want it to be finesse. You, wanna, you just want yeah. rip and tear. Like exactly, just just like stuff. I'm not even going to go stealth. I'm just going to go a full warrior. Yeah, I'm doing Chushu, which would be amazing. Um, so there's 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 lots of there's lots of cool stuff in here. Like they they um they had a whole heap of information up on the Ubisoft website. Um, they're going to be showing some gameplay on the 7th of may through uh, the inside xbox inside xbox yes um uh where we're going to be getting a whole heap of third party stuff but assassin's creed will be there so we get to see some gameplay there which would be really cool i don't think it'll be much it might be like one side mission or something or the start mission probably um but that'll be really cool to see some especially like so close to a trailer release too they're kind of bam yeah, bam really quickly i'm um i'm in I'm very keen to see how they handle the open world now on a next-gen console. I want to yes. see what the differences are going to be. Like, how is it going to be more dense? Is it going to feel more alive? You know, are there going to be more effects? Like, what is actually going to be happening um, as you're trudging through old England? Well, they are, they are. They're adding a heap of stuff as well, like different things. I mean, it's not really adding, I don't know, but there's going to be, like, your home, like a home base upgrade kind of thing going um like back you your like your settlement in england when you get there you have to grow this settlement as you go through the game so i'm not sure how in like how much that's going to affect your gameplay 
elsewhere if it gives you certain perks or you get things like because i know with like um when they've done this before i think they did it with black flag um and assassin's creed 2 um where you upgraded this home base main town and it gave you different perks and all kinds of stuff like that and a few different abilities and different ways like it wasn't much but it was a little bit so i'd like to see that be more not necessary but more impactful if you went to the effort to go yeah to, no to work exactly. a lot out it's, yeah it's got to feel rewarding otherwise the players are like players aren't going to do it um i think that's where they stumbled in uh the brotherhood i think it might have been the one after it um where they just kind of it was tacked on very tacked on and no one wanted to do it there was like a tower defense mini game thing as well oh that thing was hideous shit it was so bad yeah. so poorly executed and no one played it like i played that section so yeah, this if the I did read about the whole base building thing. I hope it is in depth. I hope there's some like some really cool stuff there to find and to do, and it feels rewarding to go back um, again. Like bringing up with gears, it's good to have that you know offset that balance to come back and do something else that's not just like running around a, a massive open world, uh, hacking things to bits. Yeah, because after a hundred hours, that's going to get tedious. It is getting tedious. Yeah. Um, another cool thing they've got is you can create like you you can send out raids like you can do like you can go raiding right but you can make custom raiders like you can character create your own custom raiders and those ones you carry and anyone in your friends list they will show up as an NPC as your raiding party if you have them added and you have it all enabled Sign me out. How cool is that going to be? It, it, I mean, it, it's essentially you like driver You better make yourself a damn good raider. I'm going to make myself a giant chungus. It's going to be great. It's you will be a boy. giant chungus. <laughs> the You'll giant be my battering ram. Send the chungus in. <laughs> oh, that'll be fantastic. Um, Boy, the chungus. So yeah, it's a cool thing. And apparently, yeah. when your character is out raiding, you'll gain stuff from those raids too. So when you're not playing you kind of get some reward for doing that too, which is kind of neat. Um, we've got the, uh, the main the main antagonist will be King Alfred of Wessex, who is, um, who is, who is massive in, in this time period for being one of the few leaders to withstand and kind of withstand the Viking attacks on England. Like, everywhere else kind of fell, whereas he kind of held out his own quite well. Um, which is really cool because that means I mean, it's he hasn't come up against Chungus yet. Not Chungus. He hasn't come up against Chungus. Right. Now he's screwed. Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have uh, open world activities, uh, including hunting, fishing, dice, and my favorite, drinking games. Yep. Yep. It's gonna be good. The axe. Yes. And there is also. Um, I think one of the games is where you basically just it's you just insult each other. Yeah, you can uh, rap battle, isn't it? Yeah, it's essentially a rap um, battle. Yeah. No, I forgot, I forgot this battle. Oh, it's something. There is um, a word for it. There is a word for it. But yeah, you basically be able to fucking just riff off with insult other people. Insult each other over and over. Sounds sounds good. It sounds good. Um, what have we got here? Oh, the large-scale um, land battles. Land battle. Battles, hello. Land battles um, are coming back, kind of. We don't know if they're going to be the same as Odyssey, though. You haven't played. Have you done one in Odyssey yet? 
Other than the, is the opening mission considered a large scale battle? It was like Not heaps of- really. They're kind of scattered throughout the map, and you have to like do them to gain control of territories for different sides. Um, it's just uh, a bunch of people fighting, and then there'll be like certain people you have to take out during no, that, okay. and like try and kill more people than they're killing you. It's like a, a proper, a proper battle. So know. that that sounds good though. It sounds like it it's sounds breaking good. things up, and it's something different. Yeah, lo- lo- lots of like. Lots of new different things in here, which is really, really cool. Um, help me out here, Gray, because I'm lost in all these facts. <laughs> well, well, you went way off. Way off I went way off. I just, way I just off. got excited and then went, oh, this and this and this. <laughs> well, I think we've pretty much covered most of it anyway. So they also will end on it, though, with while Valhalla is not meant to be the end of this series, uh, McDevitt called it a, a good caper, caper, I guess, to the franchise so far. And it uh, should include a lot of nods to the franchise history. So interesting, because there—I've read a rumor that they might be dropping the whole Abstergo modern day thing completely. Good. It's been like the last out of the game because people have been complaining about. I haven't seen it really too much in Odyssey, but. Um, it does generally pull your immersion out. Like you get yanked, literally yanked out of that world, that Viking world. It's going to be a Viking world, you know, back to some shitty apartment where you're Abstergo. Yeah, I found that um, with the last few, it's been like that. It's kind of, it's, it's felt very tacked on. Like yeah, ever since yeah. the end of the, 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 great, the Desmond yeah, saga. Desmond had a great story, yeah. Had a great story, one. but this is just kind of, they tried to carry on the story and then they just kind of stopped and took a whole different point of view. And it just became, yeah, it just it totally ripped you out of your immersion. And you're just like, oh, I've got to go walk around this fucking office building and look at fucking bobbleheads for 10 minutes now. Yeah, exactly. And open elevators. But uh, well, should be interesting to see what they do if they are going to have just the, the big balls to do that, to yank it out and just screw it. We're yeah, no longer tie up. that whole... Whatever story they have going on now, I'm not even sure what's happening with it. Honestly, like I've I've played the games and I'm like, okay, the 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 current version, like the person that's in the in the in the thing is doing stuff, but I don't know why. Realistically, it's just kind of there. Like, I can't you even remember a name. A, you would need to watch a video recapping yeah. all of them to even remotely understand the thread that someone's trying to weave in that story uh, because it's super convoluted and in, not only is it convoluted but it's spread out over a decade nearly yeah and it's, yeah it's, that's rough like you're never going to be able to follow it yeah i'm all for them if they want to pull it out and just not even bother sweet yeah but we'll be out, we'll be talking about more next week anyway when we yeah we'll um we'll cover the gameplay i mean the trailer was good it was gorgeous and looked really cool and there's a lot there but i think we're gonna the real test is gonna be the gameplay we see um and like seeing it firsthand would be good that way because there's only so much you can tell from a trailer because i can just flash it up as much as they want mm-hmm. yeah anyway enough of me rambling about assassins we move on to the next story um we have the first screenshots of Lord of the Rings Gollum. So the first screenshots of Lord of the Ring Gollum, an upcoming stealth adventure game from Diadelic, have emerged. Scheduled to release on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and PC in 2021, we are told that this Gollum 
won't be based on Peter Jackson's imagining of the character. However, the screenshots which have popped up on GameStar show that he doesn't look that different at all. There is a slightly more cartoony quality of the screens that we've seen from Monolith's Middle-Earth games in recent years. Most of the screenshots show a darker region of Mordor, but there is a glimpse of lush New Zealand green in there too, albeit with some giant-looking spiders in the back of the frame. As for the game itself, uh, we shall see what a stealth action game. What it's we see what looks like a stealth action game we promised, as well as what seems to be an adventure style decision making based game around Gollum's dual personality. This game is based entirely on the Tolkien books rather than the movies. I didn't even. I totally forgot about this game. It's, uh, I thought this was new. Is this not new? Did, no, it was... it's been announced for a while. Like, no, oh, they haven't right. shown anything of it, though. No, like, this is the first anyone's ever seen of it. Um, but, yeah, they did announce that they were... Because I, can't, I don't think you're allowed... How hard would it be to hide that IP that you're working on a game, like, from the Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah, it'd be massive. Like, it'd be hard. I, we might have even talked about it here. I, I, I just... It totally... Maybe I just... Forgot that mm, much. I don't. I'm not too sure if we've covered it here, but I checked out the screenshots. It does look like their previous games, so it's still it's got their like a cartoony aesthetic to it. I don't know. It's more in their character design. So Gollum does look like Gollum. I kind of yeah. Like, it's different. I, I saw a couple. He I haven't. He's got bigger eyes and even bigger eyes. Yeah, which is I mean, the half the size of his head at this point. I mean, I don't know if I. If I want I mean, this, I, I do. I I don't know if I like the 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 design aesthetic of it and what it's going to be looking like, but man, I like that. I love that world. That IP is awesome. More yeah, yeah, it really is. That. More games set in that is good, and I don't care what it's going to be. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm, I don't know. It. I'm I have concerns. Oh yeah, but you're going yeah. to definitely get some concerns from it. But it's it's also interesting that this is exclusive to. Um, Next gen only. I mean, not next really. Year. Yeah, it's not coming to PS4 or Xbox. Hmm. Xbox One X. I mean, maybe maybe the way they're building it, it's only lent to those. But I mean, there's going to be a point. It's, a, it's a small. It's a small team. Like that's a. It's a smaller studio, so that yeah. would take a lot more resources to you know spread it across that many extra consoles to do. It is what it is, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Down, bring um, it on, show some more. I, it, yeah. I want to see game, like gameplay. Not, I want to, yeah, I want to see gameplay because I don't know. I'm not convinced by the screenshots at all. I'm, no, and I don't think a lot of people are. A lot of people were like the comments I read about it was like pretty harsh. They're like, oh shit, like yeah, it's, yeah. It's um, I, I didn't delve into the comments, but yeah, Just, yeah. yeah personal hard. thoughts. I'm like, yeah. On to our next story: How the Last of Us Two was hacked. Uh, the Last of Us 2 leak was instigated by hackers that found an ex- a security exploit in Naughty Dog's older games, according to multiple sources. Journalist Jason Schreier tweeted today that in a patch in an older Naughty Dog game, invertedly allowed access to the developer's servers, allowing hackers outside of the company to access footage from the devs playing a non-final build. That corroborated a thread from an anonymous game developer, Pixelbutts, who had earlier claimed 
to know the initial hackers and went in detail on the process they used to gain access. He also claims that the initial hashes, hackers were not responsible for the leak. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, struggle but, the, but the method of not the method of entry to Naughty Dog servers was likely shared to those that disseminated the footage. Those like leakers remain unknown publicly. The exploit was fixed as of April 30. Neither Sony or Naughty Dog have made further commitment to the situation since last week's statement. Yeesh. Yeesh. Haven't they had this happen before? What a weird-ass saga this whole thing between Naughty Dog's been over this game. Was it Naughty Dog that someone got into older files of the game and found something else? Am I... Was it Naughty Dog or was it someone else? I I swear that this has happened before. I, I, um, 5 a.m. brain again. Sorry, guys. I'm tired as fuck. So I'm I'm struggling tonight. If you haven't noticed, um, but I swear this has been a thing before where they've had the same issue. I don't know if it's been Naughty Dog. It, there definitely would have been issues like this before, um, cropped up with developers. But because I don't remember any of the other games they've done, you know, in the previous decade. Maybe maybe it was a different game way, I'm thinking of, but I've. I remember, I swear I got, I remember a game that was like, there was leaks happening because they got into an older version of the game. Could have been, but could have been, I don't know. The downside to this is that it is now 100% confirmed that what everyone saw is legitimately it. Um, there were people like hanging on to hope that the person who leaked all the stuff was just bullshitting and lying about it just to cause just to get some, some trouble. Chaos, yeah. Which probably would have worked just as well. Um, but then this kind of confirms that that's it. Like what everyone saw is what it is, which is super unfortunate. But, it is, yeah. yeah. This whole, this whole, like, man, Naughty Dog. I bet you they wish they could have just gone back a year from now and just tried to get it out on that original launch date. original date. Because I think that's that's where a lot of this is stemmed that from. Before, that, that was before this COVID thing. It was before it was before it, they would have got it out and done. Like, yeah, and it would have been fine. And I think they, maybe maybe that was maybe that was part of it. People would like, I mean, I may. Well, I mean, they're obviously being dicks because they're leaking the game. But maybe they were just mad because they hadn't got the game because it got delayed and they had nothing better to do. That like, ah, oh, fuck okay. it. Yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? Um, I don't understand it. Seeing Jason Schreier and that come out though, saying that like, um, that he his opinion piece that he wrote. That Naughty Dog are really bad at crunch, the whole the whole crunch thing, uh, which it, it's in every fucking industry. Um, you crunch like hell every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I hate the term like oh, game developers, whoever crunching, Jesus. Yeah. Um, but he's he pointed out in his article that um, that they're very well paid. That it's one of the best developers out of Sony's branch to work for um, and that everyone really enjoys working there apart from that crunch period where they try and smash through the final phases of their games. Apparently that's notoriously really bad. Yeah. So it's unfortunate that it has all been spoiled it is, yeah. and fucked over for them because that's a lot of hard work for a lot of people and it's all kind of been ruined for whatever the hell with that. But how would, how would they let that happen? Uh, I, 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 think I you would have covered that. You would have you would have covered this shit, surely. A multi-million dollar company 
um, backed by Sony and still allowing hackers to get in to steal shit. Terrible. Terrible. Props to the people that can work that shit out, though. That, um, that's... Some smart shit, got man. some intellect there. Yeah, to get to be able to do I, I, I can, I can, I can, I, I mean, I can open a browser. Am I hacker yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, this is the last I want to hear in this game, though. I don't want to see hear anything about it. I hope it just disappears until it launches, and that's it. And then I can just sit down and play. Yeah, see, I've been really lucky. Hopefully enjoy it. Stay and I've so far managed to avoid everything, which has been fantastic. So yeah, I'm hoping really enough, I can... Yeah. Just get just it gonna... and just get straight into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, on to, our, um, on to our final story of the night. Uh, Jeff Keighley announces Summer Game Fest four months, four months of news and events. Games Award creator Jeff Keighley has announced the Summer Game Fest. It is a new industry-wide celebration of video games that runs from May until August. According to Jeff, it will share news, in-game events, and playable content from the entire video game industry. There will also be panels and interviews leading from from leading developers and publishers, and it's going to be 100% online. Uh, phase one of the festival will feature announcements from 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Blizzard, Bungie, CD Projekt Red, Digital Extremes, EA PlayStation, Private Division, Riot Games, Square Enix, Steam, Warner Brothers, and Team Xbox. Holy fuck. Everyone. Wow. Everyone. <laughs> this news follows on from IGN's Summer of Gaming announced last month. This particular digital event will take place in June and is also collaborating with a number of major partners to share the latest news and impressions on around, around upcoming games and the next generation console hardware. So this is our E3. This is this looks Jeff really Keighley cool. To the rescue as usual. What a legend. Game yeah. Awards. He um, now... just on that on that bloke, he does an insane amount of work in this buddy in this gaming industry. Imagine trying to get organized this at this short of a notice. Yeah. I mean, do you think maybe it was something that he was considering beforehand, though? Uh, oh, he could have. Possibly. He could have. I he mean, failed cause... out of E3 um, before this COVID thing. He already pulled the pin on it. Uh, yeah. Maybe so, I mean, he knew it was coming with E3 and maybe said, right, let's say, uh, I have, I mean, he obviously has a lot of connections in the industry anyway. And said, hey, let's, let's start up this thing and see where it goes. And... I mean, there's going to be playable demos to download for all these new games, that, or not all of them, but a lot of these new games are going to announce, which I think is a really cool way to get the uh, the product in... The, I sound like corporate speed, but the product in someone's hand to <laughs> the product to the consumer so they can test it and see for themselves, you know? Um, yeah. And I think... I Correct me if I'm wrong, it's going to be like over, like, you, get, you can download this for a couple of days and then it'll disappear... It'll be I'm like it, available. Sure. I think the games will be available for a shorter period, a short period of time, like over a weekend or a week or whatever, and then they'll be removed, like the yeah. demos themselves, so people can't spend too much time with them, and we end up with a Last of Us Two situation. Oh, sweet Jesus! Yes, We're all going to be careful about that. This is just it, how good of an idea is this, though? If they can execute it, like I'm sure that he can. He's got the experience in running the Game Awards and, you know, the experience of hosting E3 Week, which the Coliseum and all that, he does anyway. So, yeah, maybe it's not that big of a transition for him to 
move in and take take over with this. This should be yeah, really, really, really cool. Yeah, I think yeah, I think this will a massive void for for everyone who enjoys well, E3 week. Will this change things for E3 going on next year? Because I mean, they decided they pulled the pin this year and they're like, oh, we'll do it next year. Well, if this is a big success this year, then they're gonna you know, have to really like struggle next year. Like, why would people go? Yeah, I mean, why? If you're, if you're, a, if you're a publisher and you can, you know, grab your little your little demo that you'd normally put it on a trade show floor and you can upload it to steam and go, right, you guys have a weekend to try it a new game, whatever game that is. Do you think people are going to want to do that? God? Yes. I mean, people, I mean, I mean, look at E3 3, and it's like generally press and YouTube. You've got to line up for hours to get into a game. If you get into that game, this is, this is, this is just convenience at its best and take like, this should have happened a while ago. I think. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, well, the years ago. Been there to happen for a few years now. It's only taken this this pandemic for it to hopefully we'll see how it works. It could all not work. It, it it could be a total shit show. You're right, but I mean, so far every everything Healy's done has been pretty decent. You can guarantee the people from like the ESA who run E3 will be like. Sneaking I'll in there, watching and this. points out and all types of shit. Of flick of <laughs> Just yanking the like Ethernet that. cable. Yeah, turn Someone pull the power and turn <laughs> this off for an hour and shit everyone off. Just so they can Can't make sure the, uh, E3 is um, is back next year. And also, though, four months. Yeah, which makes me wonder how they're going to host it. Obviously, it's not going to be a continuous four-month live stream, but it's going to be... No, like, no, it'll be like... Weekend or... I, yeah, I dare say that'll be the case. It'll be like weekends, so people can take advantage of being home. Yeah. So they'll go, hang on. Uh, it starts here. It'll go for two days. It'll stop for that week. They'll have the demos available through the week, and then next two days, next lot of announcements, next demo, and it might just roll through like that with panels and stuff in between, which I can see working, you know? Yeah, it's, it's it, it breaks be, it up. Actually, it gives us something to talk about that. every week, which is fantastic. Four months generated like, content for us. You think about E3 week, like the amount of articles I read, um, we all read going through. And it's like, man, I really want to play that game. Like I saw the trailer for it at so-and-so's press conference. Uh, IGN got a 10-minute hands-on demo with it, and then you're reading their impressions. Um, you're watching, watching you read, when they share you it. you read their impressions, you can go onto Steam and download that same demo and try it out for yourself. I reckon that's just sick. Fucking yeah. Let's do it every year. Why go back any other way? Exactly. This is going to be brilliant. I love it. And I don't have to sit watching E3 for three days straight with no sleep to catch all the news so I can transcribe it all because that was, oh man, e- the E3 episode last year nearly killed me. Nearly. Yeah, that was a big one. <laughs> it was. But that is, cool. our, um, that is our last story. You got um, anything to add, Gray? Um, no, there was a one little other story you missed that was EA announced their digital only EA play. Conference. Oh, I did. Sorry. You did skip over <laughs> that one, but it's all right. Cause we pretty much covered it with um, the Jeff Keighley one. It's just EA going to be doing their own typical EA thing. What they, what they do every year, EA has not been at E3 in regards to them having a press conference. Um, so they're just doing that same thing again, uh, live streamed obviously without a audience. Neat. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, again, 
I apologize for my struggle street tonight. It's it's been a tough day. <laughs> um, but Greg, where can the lovely people find you? You can find me on Twitter and at YouTube as Grey Aussie Gamer. What about you? You can find me probably napping somewhere. (laughs) You can find me on uh, Twitter and Mixer at deft underscore puppies. If you would like to get in contact with the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at left underscore pod. Also on YouTube where you can catch a replay of the live show if you've missed this. You can just search Two Left Thumbs Podcast. Links will be all below in the description of wherever you're listening and or watching this. You will find us here every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. AEST-ish, here on Mixer.com forward slash deft underscore poppies. That's all I got. That's that's all you need to say. (laughs) Have a wonderful week. Play some games. And we shall see you next time. Bye. Bye.